Today is October 24th, 2020. This is episode 58 of Back to Normal, so let's get started. Okay, today I am going to be talking about the sequel to the Borat, uh, the original Borat movie in, from 2006, called the Borat Subsequent Movie Film. And so I watched this movie last night. It's out on Amazon Prime as of yesterday. And I have a few thoughts that I kind of want to just summarize, run through. This movie, for me, definitely does not hit as hard as the original did, but only because um, the entire world has kind of become Boratified since 2006. And so it's like, yeah, the world has been dialed up to 11. And so watching a movie that's been dialed up to 11, like it's it's still dialed up to 11. Don't get me wrong. Um, it just feels like, yeah, okay. Like, I see what you're doing. Um, it's just we've been living this for so for like the last five years now. And so it's not it's not it doesn't hit as hard, like I was saying. Um, just because we're constantly getting punched in the face. It's like, oh, this is like you're punching me in the same way with the same ferocity. Um, yeah. So that, I don't think that's necessarily a critique, but I do think that the it's hard. It would be hard to make something so extreme. It'd be hard to make something that is as extreme as Borat was in 2006 today. Like you'd have to, I, I don't know, it it would take a lot to to reach that level of extremeness above the baseline that we're current that we're always living in um so it does feel the movie does feel like it's basically caveat that i have not watched this the, the original borat which came out in 2006 um but it feels like this movie could have just followed directly from um 2006 but somehow also feels incredibly modern like i don't specifically remember like borat is obviously like a biting satirist um but he, like sasha baron cohen i should say um, but it feels like, and again, I would need to watch the other Borat movie to really be sure of this, but it feels like, um, the, the references and the specific circumstances that are put together in this movie are very, very appropriate satire where, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe, maybe I'm misremembering, but it seems like the original Borat was more about like very general, like it was a, I believe, and, and now I'm starting to think back about it, it was more um, like it was it was satire about the Bush administration and talking about uh, like, obviously, they were there was the, the whole Iraq war going on and, and all of that. It feels like this is quite different topic wise, but very much along the exact same line as the original, which I presumably is the point and, and it's done quite well. So um, perhaps I should watch the original Borat and, and kind of put it in context in a future episode. So we'll see if I do that. But, um, yeah, that, that, that's my original, it, my original thought when I first saw this, uh, when I, when I first, when, like I watched it last night, um, it was just so the, the original Borat was so extreme and it was like, I can't watch this with my parents. Like, can you, and, and not that I think I could watch it with my parents now. Like, I think I could, but I, I wouldn't want to, um, <laughs> But it's like you can't actually be shocked by because it's 2020 right now. You can't actually be shocked by this film if you've been paying attention. And so I like I wouldn't say that I was shocked at any point in the movie, but it did feel like 2006 me would have been shocked just like I was with the original. So, um, yeah, it's just it's a hard time in in life to make satire right now because 
like, first of all, well, I mean, it's really easy to make satire, but it's hard to make good satire because, because like the world is satirizing itself constantly. It's very weird. Um, so yeah, moving on from that, um, for me, it definitely does not help this movie that we are so absolutely inundated every day with fabricated stories and sensationalized stories and things that have been edited deceptively to try and elicit a certain reaction um, that we, at least me, and I think most people like me, spend most of our time just trying to figure out and settle on what and like agree on what's actually real. Like what what news that comes out, what stories that run are actually things that are happening and not fabricated or deceptively edited or all that stuff. And so this movie, the entire time I had that vibe where like some things are clearly like if there's no if there's no um, like bystanders or people around, um, obviously things are scripted like it's this is not like some actual documentary, obviously, but any time there was a person who it was not clear whether they were an actor hired to do to like read the lines, like whether it's a movie script or whether it was Borat and his daughter in the film um, going out and just trying to seek an, uh, an, a reaction from people that that they wanted based on what they were trying to to get out. And I don't again, I would probably have to watch the original Borat to find out if I if I would feel the same way looking at that movie now through this lens, through this 2020 like fake news lens. Um, but I am very, very skeptical that all of those scenes were completely not scripted, not tongue in cheek, not the person's been prepped just because it's, it is 2020, like this kind of format of thing, while it was brand new when Borat came out, it's not new anymore. Like people have seen it. People are familiar with this whole, um, like satire genre. And so it felt like some of the things like the the cake incident like the the scene in the cake shop for example um i just can't i can't see how that could possibly be real and then some other things like borat is obviously sasha baron cohen is obviously a master when it comes to setting up things that are just extremely shocking in real life and just filming them and so there's a scene at, at um cpac the the conservative convention in i guess probably february or march and where he walks into the entry hall with a set of Ku Klux, Ku Klux Klan robes. Um, I absolutely believe that he did that. And I, I completely am on board with the idea that nobody tried to stop him or anything from going in. Um, obviously, I don't think anybody there is taking that seriously, thinking that that was actually real. It's more like just to shock people. Um, but that's like that's kind of his whole game. Um, so it, it's like things, depending on the situation, depending on the scene, things are very much, I'm very much sitting there the entire time going, is there any way that they could possibly have gotten somebody to say something like this without prompting them and without setting up the storyline beforehand and being like, I need you to react this way. Like that, that these people could not be actors. Like for example, the, the, when the, in this, like right at the start of the movie where they go and see the doctor and he says, or she says there's a baby inside her and they go through the whole like abortion debate thing, except she's just talking about it like a baby on top of a cupcake. Um, if that is real, that is just like completely damning that scene. But 
I just get the sense that it can't possibly be. And like, am I being too cynical? Is that even the right word for this? I don't know. It's, but that was the sense that I got. Um, I will say though, having said all of that, the most damning thing about this, the premise and, and the scenes in this movie that I'm referring to are the fact that the fact that a lot of what happens in this movie is even remotely plausible. The fact that I'm even able to ask these questions and wonder if this is real is the saddest part to me. And so even if it's not real, the fact that I'm questioning whether it could be real is really, really, really sad. Um, so, yeah, the I, again, I can't comment on the original Borat, but this this movie feels less like social commentary, like it is social commentary. That's the lens that this movie sets up but it's it's really more like setting up explicitly problematic scenarios very explicit and then just letting what i'm putting in quotes as human nature um again i'm gonna for now i'm gonna say i'm taking at face value that this is not scripted that this is how people are actually reacting and they're not prepped or anything um they're like borat uh sasha baron cohen is just letting human nature take its course and just see what happens and obviously, like when you're making a movie like this, especially if it is all real, um, if you're making a movie like this, there's a ton of stuff that he tried that they tried that did not end up in the movie. And like people just absolutely saying, like, it's very possible that like there's the, the whole cake scene where he, he gets her to write this horribly uh, white supremacist, anti-Semitic message on a cake. Um, did he go to like 30 or 50 bakeries trying to get to see if someone would write unironically write that on a cake? Maybe I don't know. Did was was that scripted? Like this, this was the thing. The entire movie for me, I was like, first of all, was that scripted? Because if so, it's it's funny and satirical, but it's not real. Um, or did he go to a bakery and find this person, and they just did that unironically and without questioning? Like, just I'm trying to sell this cake. Um, same with the scene at this like hardware farm feed store where he goes and buys $1,500 worth of stuff for this cage for his daughter. Like, if that is the one thing that they tried and it's not scripted, that's horrifying. But I suspect that it's either scripted or that they just kept trying this at different places until they got somebody. Because, like, there's a certain thing about human nature that when you, when somebody comes in and they've got, like, a film crew and obviously they had to sign, people had to sign releases in order to be in this movie. Um, but like, it's for me, people re react differently to things, especially if they're not used to being on camera when you're on camera and, and there's like crew around and all that stuff, even if you haven't been scripted to do, um, or say things, it's really hard to, to push back and say, no, I'm actually not okay with this. I'm not comfortable with, with this, what's going on. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It is definitely not okay, but it's also kind of human nature to go like, again, if we take this premise at face value, um, I understand the just going along with it, even if this is something you don't actually believe, like just saying yes, because you, because of the pressure, the social pressure that's on you to just kind of run with it. Um, and it might have nothing to do with what these people actually believe or think. And they're just, they're kind of going along, but also then would you sign a release to appear in the movie? I don't know. These are all the questions I had. So for, for me, this movie was a little like it's a little much to think about because the world is such a weird and complicated and crazy place right now.
Um, and so it's like taking all of that, taking everything that happened in this movie and putting it through a 2020 lens. What I really came out of this was if if you were shocked by this movie, by anything that took place, anything, um, it really just means you haven't been paying attention to news for the last like two to five years. Because honestly, it anything in this movie, like it fits right into just modern life. It just fits, just works. And that's tragic and that's really, really sad, but it is reality. Like that's what's happening. And so that's kind of how I've been left um, feeling after watching this movie. So I wouldn't say that it's not worth watching, but if you're looking for something like it's not particularly cathartic, it's just kind of sad and it like it doesn't give hope for the future really it doesn't um it doesn't have like a good message it doesn't it it is a reflection of the society in which we live and we live in a very sad society right now um in canada i think that we are more able to dissociate from what's happening in the us in spite of the fact that a lot of those same feelings sentiments um all of that are kind of reflected here as well. We're able to kind of look past that or say, that's not us. We're not as bad as that. Um, but honestly, like we're not that different. So the last thing I want to say to wrap up um, the, the timing of this movie coming out in actually it was November. It was, it was like 2006 um, early November. So it's almost exactly 16 years. Um, people who have decided that they are going trick or treating now have an excuse to pull out their 2006 or I guess 2007 Halloween costume. Um, yeah, there are definitely going to be people. This is definitely going to resurface Borat impressions, which mostly died off um, since 2006 because it's just such a dated reference at this point. Uh, yeah, that's that's really all I had to say. So um, I do encourage you probably to watch this movie. It's, it's probably important to watch it. Um, I don't think... Um, I was talking with friends about this last night. I don't think I agree. And and they brought this up and I agree. Um, I don't think anybody who is watching this movie, anybody who has decided or agreed to watch this movie um, is going to vote differently than they would if um, like before seeing it. So I don't think there's anybody that's watching this as a Republican that is watching it and having their eyes opened to any kind of real truth or anything, um, because that's it's not who it's for. It's it's mostly like, again, not entertainment, but like kind of quasi entertainment, something that that seems like it should be entertaining in 2020 to left leaning people. So, um, yeah, that's really all I have to say about this. Thank you very much for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.